Welcome to the Wild Faith Podcast. I'm Brittany, an ordinary person seeking to follow an extraordinary God. I've recently found myself in a season of wilderness. You know, those times in between receiving a promise from God and seeing that promise come to fruition. I'm on a mission to discover the kind of faith it takes to survive the wilderness and succeed in the promised land. I hope you'll join me as we uncover the incredible promises God has for each of us and together see every promise He's spoken come to pass because we simply dare to believe Him. Sometimes waiting can feel like or appear like we're doing nothing. But in actuality, waiting is a highly intentional action. Have you ever seen someone running after a bus? (laughs) Well, that person was not found waiting at the bus stop. When I'm waiting to pay for my groceries, I need to pay attention to what's happening in front of me and take steps accordingly lest I want to lose my spot in line. Waiting takes attention and alertness. It includes both stillness and motion. To wait is to take the appropriate deliberate action at the appointed time. In a restaurant, the best waiters are the ones who give us what we need even before we think to ask for it. They watch and survey our situation and then wait on us accordingly. Sometimes this looks like waiting on standby to give us some space to take in the menu. Other times, waiting takes on the form of filling up an almost empty water glass or removing empty plates. The best waiters are the ones who take care to pay great attention to all the details around them so that they can best serve those upon whom they are waiting. The Bible gives many compelling reasons and benefits for waiting on the Lord. Isaiah chapter 40 verse 31 tells us that those who wait upon the Lord shall renew their strength. Isaiah 64 4 says that God acts on behalf of those who wait for Him. We also find that no one who waits for the Lord will be put to shame, and blessed are those who wait on Him. It wouldn't be hard to create a case for why it is good and beneficial to wait on the Lord. But how we wait on God is something I don't think we talk as much about. What would it look like to be found faithfully waiting on God? Waiting on God means taking the appropriate action at the appointed time, no sooner and no later. 
To wait on the Lord is to watch and survey His movements and to look for His fingerprints. It is to take care to pay great attention to what He has spoken and looks expectantly for visible signs of what He has said. Waiting on God means going where He leads and staying put when He instructs. Waiting is ultimately about trusting God's ways, methods, and timing. In the times when waiting has been hard in my life, I can almost always boil the tension I feel down to this one question. Will God really come through? Will God really come through or do I need to take matters into my own hands? Am I willing to relinquish control? Will I hand over the reins? Most times, my answer is, God, I want to, but help me in my unbelief. Help me to fully trust you and to give you my whole heart. To wait on the Lord is to seek his instruction and to obey his commands. Waiting takes a listening ear and a willing spirit. Just like we wouldn't be very impressed if our server brought us chicken when we asked for beef or a salad when we asked for soup. Waiting on God means serving Him our obedience by doing His will and His alone. I've been thinking lately about how the Jews must have felt anticipating the arrival of their promised Messiah. For hundreds of years, the prophecy of the coming of the one who was to save the people of Israel sat seemingly dormant. Generations came and went, and yet the promise of the promised one remained unfulfilled. And then it happened. Jesus arrived on the scene and fulfilled what God had promised through the Old Testament prophets, and yet some did not recognize him as such. In fact, many ridiculed, mocked, slandered, and ultimately crucified him. How could this have happened? How could they, having seen the miracles that Jesus did and having heard the authority with which he taught, miss that Jesus was the Messiah? How is it that those who studied the Torah for a living and were considered to be the religious leaders of that day be so incredibly off the mark? Just like the person running after the bus, they weren't found waiting. Although many were unable to see the fulfilled promise before their very eyes, Many more did, in fact, see and receive that which was promised. So how do we become the type of people who recognize the hand of God at work? How do we become people who catch God's promises when they come flying at us? How can we be those who have eyes to see, ears to hear, and a heart to understand?
If we want to be people who walk in and live out the promises of God, we need to know and remember His promises. It all begins by knowing what God has promised and then meditating on those promises so that it becomes a part of our DNA. To help the people of Israel obey God, they were told to tie God's instructions as symbols on their hands and to bind them on their foreheads. They were told to write them on the door frames of their houses and on their gates. God gave his chosen people this command in order to set them up for success. He offered practical instruction to help them walk in his promises. For some, meditating on God's word might mean setting an alarm on their phone that prompts them at preset times to focus their mind on God and to acknowledge him in whatever they find themselves doing in that moment. For others, it may be writing out a verse or a promise from God on an index card and putting it in a spot where it will catch their eye throughout the day. Where are the places and what are the things in your life that you can tie and bind God's promises on? For me, I have a specific journal where I write down promises I've found in scripture, things I've sensed God say to me, truths about God and themes God highlights to me. Having all of these promises in one place and starting my day by reading through the pages has helped me to remember what's truly important and is training me to catch God's promises when they happen. In the busyness of our world, this has become a tool that helps me internalize and digest the things God has been teaching and saying to me. I pray that you too will find and instill ways to meditate on God's word and on his promises so that his voice becomes the loudest and most prominent voice in your life. Life to the full comes through following his voice and leadership. Even when we don't know the full picture, we will find that the Lord is my shepherd. I lack nothing. Our ability to wait on God comes down to whether we believe He will really come through. If we dare to wait and choose to trust that He is who He says He is, we will find, like it says in Isaiah 55, that God's word does not return to Him empty. If we dare to wait on God and decide to take Him at His word, we will see that, as it says in Numbers 23, God is not a man that he should lie, or son of man that he should change his mind. What he has said, he will do. And what he has spoken, he will fulfill. If we dare to wait, we will find that he is well worth the wait.